We are I. Good morning, everybody. Thursday morning. You know, it's, well, right now it's quarter after five in the morning. But the one thing I noticed yesterday is, you know, just before six o'clock, you could see the sun just starting to come up. And, oh, I love this time of year. It means hiking season and spending time in the backcountry and in meadows and by streams with the sun just beaming down on you, soaking it in. You can feel the, the warmth on your skin. You know, you can hear the sounds. You just know that nature is calling it. Oh, I'm coming. I am coming. I can't wait. Oh, I just, I can get lost in it for minutes, hours, and days just closing my eyes and thinking about all the experiences that I've had in the backcountry. And the one gift that the backcountry leaves me, and the one, one of the most important gifts that, you know, being out in nature and in the backcountry has taught me over all these years is you really have to think ahead. You know, when you're in the backcountry, if you think very short term, you know, that could cost you your life. You could have absolute dire consequences. Because if you think too short term, you'll only have food for right now. But what if there's no food for two days? Well, if you think too short term, it's beautiful right now and you can feel that sun just beating down on your skin like a nice warm blanket, a nice warm hug from the heavens and it feels so good and you just think there's not a care in the world. But tomorrow could be bring rain or snow or wind. You know, today your life isn't threatened. You know, but tomorrow there could be a cougar or a grizzly bear that you have to defend yourself against. So thinking too short term has absolute dire consequences and we had to live our entire life like this all the time like every single day like even that day later on that day potentially had dire consequences if you were out hunting for food foraging for food you know if you were out finding materials for your shelter if you were out trying to find materials to make weapons with to be able to protect you and your family what if you got hurt what if you broke your leg what if you twisted your ankle what if you broke your arm you know, the day could bring absolute dire consequences. Everything that you do had a, an immediate consequence to it. If you didn't prepare long enough in the future and there was a drought or a famine or a, a difference in migration pattern of the animals. And the one thing is we actually learned a lot about our lives. We learned a lot about the world around us and we had to look at the world around us in, in very long terms. Nothing was ever short term. We planned, we understood the, the future by recognizing and valuing the past. And this is also how and why we respected learning from elders and why people who lived before us, we needed to be able to sit and listen to them. We couldn't dismiss them. We needed that information. We needed the information how to start a fire. We needed the information how to carve it and build an arrow and a bow to be able to go hunt. We needed the information of, you know, what is a drought cycle? You know, we needed the information that had to be able to properly fasten two trees together to eventually make a house. 
We needed this information. We were not born with this information. We were not instilled with this information by birth. We learned it through the things that we challenge ourselves in a day, but more importantly, by what happened in the past and the people that happened to and the, the share and the transfer of information. But we prepared for the future. We understood the future. We respected the future. We respected what tomorrow could bring. And the, the more that I dive into, you know, politics and the more that I dive into the, the world around us, I realize what politics has shaped our world into is only caring about what's immediately happening in front of us right now. And, you know, Justin Trudeau right now is a prime example of that. You know, you can get away with it, you can get away with it for right now, but you have no idea what the consequences are. And this is what everybody keeps saying about this Emergency Measures Act is that you think it's a game right now, Justin Trudeau. You think it's a little game you can pull your card and you think you have support in the House. But when the Senate is about to unanimously strike it down, it's going to be a landslide for striking your EMA down. That then all of a sudden you realize that it's there's no emergency and that you should pull it out. Now you've crippled the NDP. Nobody is going to back the NDP at all knowing that they're just a liberal puppet. And it's really easy to understand that all you did is expose the liberals and the NDP to political gameplay when everybody else can see that a no EMA was needed. And he got his wake-up call in the Senate. But this is looking at what's happening right now, like right in front of us. But what is that going to do for the next time that somebody doesn't like what the government is saying and they want to protest, in which they have the absolute right to? Is this going to be the new president? Because that's what happens in authoritarian and totalitarian communist countries is that they're not allowed to speak. You're not allowed to speak and the government immediately shuts you down. And that's why it is baked into our core principles that you always have the right to speak and you always have the right to protest and you always have the right for your voice to be heard at all costs because that's how important it is. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter who you are. You always have the absolute right to talk because that is thinking very long-term because the long-term consequences of silencing free thought and opinion right now has a far too great a cost. The cost is far too great, and the precedence that it sets is far too, too great. It's catastrophic, and this is the reason why these senators talked exactly how I'm talking right now. If you cared to even watch five minutes of it, you would have understood, because these senators made extremely valid points that all the points that I'm making right now in the future have dire consequences. When you look at them right now in front of us, not only did you have an absolute absent leader but then when he does come back into the face of the public that he goes this far that's authoritarian rule which has no place here because people have been trained to think too short term and there's absolute dire consequences when you think too short term because we lost that connection with our instincts that if you do not prepare for tomorrow you will not have one you need to prepare for tomorrow so that you can live another day. This is essential to us, and we've lost this because there's not an absolute fundamental need for it because you can go to a grocery store, because you can put something down on a credit card, because you don't need to defend yourself to the degree of what we used to. Not everybody has to anyway. There's still some instances in life and situations and you know neighborhoods and these 
these worlds that we live in today that are very much like that. But the vast majority of people don't. And then they get into positions of power. And this is the effect that it has. And this is the problem with woke social liberalism. We see it in Canada right now. Now Canada has become a laughing stock on the world stage. And our banking system in Canada is taking a huge hit. TD yesterday alone lost $9 billion. That may not seem like a big deal to you, but it is when foreign investors don't see stability in a Canadian banking market. That means our financial system starts to look very weak. That means inflation starts to go up. This has immediate impact because people are not taught to understand what this information means. They look past it, they shrug it off and say somebody else will fix it because you don't have to look past tomorrow yourself. You don't have to prepare for tomorrow. This is what I see being a a very big problem in the world that we live in today. But you have the choice. You have the choice every single day to prepare for your future. So my question of the day is, do you? Do you prepare for your future and for your loved one's future around you? 